five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. This is our 22 in the 24 hour podcast. And I can't believe I'm still awake. Haven't been to sleep. And uh, we have just four hours left. And uh, this is going to be a special episode. I'm here with my wonderful, lovely co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? I'm good. Thanks for asking. And we have three hours left. Praise the Lord. Uh, No, four. This is two, right? Yeah, this is two. No. Yeah, three, yeah, three hours. Right? Left. See, yeah, you know I'm tripping. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I'm going to bed. I don't even know what it is. Myself that last hour, but I'm going to bed. Right, I, I'm tripping. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, uh, and also uh, joining us, let's get let's start off with the disembodied voices. You actually, if you're looking, you see them. Wait, right there. Let's start off with the lady. We have uh, Tori Rush. How you doing, Tori? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty awesome. How are you been? It's been a minute since we had a chance to to chop it up with you, Tori. I know. I've been. My life has been chaotic, but I'm I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about this. I don't know why you asked me here though, because I don't understand. I don't know. I have not found Mister Right at all. <laughs> okay, Tori. Uh, Tori. She got it like that. She's one of those people that, uh, uh, you know, when it's time to get the uh, the deal on the on the car, they always, for some reason, hook her up. So, so. <laughs> so. yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> you got it right on the head. <laughs> All right. So let's go back because uh, we're doing ladies first. Uh, we have uh, on video. We have Miss Jada Lopez Jenkins. How you doing? I'm doing well. You've given out my whole government. How you know I want people to know I'm married? Oh, huh? <laughs> that's Jada Lopez. Okay, there. when it you Jenkins on there, it you, says Jada Lopez. You was on something, and that's how you. you no, said you were. <laughs> that's how you introduce All yourself. Right? Like, I'm just saying, put my whole government. No, I'm just playing. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So, uh, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. About me? Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Okay, so I am an entrepreneur. I do hosting. I am coming out with my own podcast. I've never done that before. I'm coming out also with my own clothing line for short, curvy, curvier girls. Um, I'm married. I don't have any kids yet. Um I'm a native New Yorker. I I do public speaking as well, and I'm an awesome chick all around. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Jada. Welcome to the show. She said, say, Steph says, say no to kids, and that's kind of where we are right now. I will say that right for right now. No, because she has kids. She has. Kids. She has. She has a child. She has a son. She has a son. But you know, so sometimes she is. She's, she's speaking from experience. She's just telling me to enjoy life right now. That's what she's saying. I don't think she's saying no to kids at all. But I think she's saying just say no to kids right now. And since we, start- I, I feel you, Steph. I Dre feel said you. kids, kids, and more kids. <laughs> since since we started a little late, since we started a little late, we'll actually go until uh, 
till uh, seven thirty. So we'll do it like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so the we'll push back the uh, the, uh, <coughs> the final show about thirty minutes. So, but um, okay. thank you so much for being here. And next to you is a gentleman uh, I had the pleasure of meeting. I think it was yesterday. Uh, yes, yesterday yeah, it, it was. So uh, introduce us to uh, to everybody, and then tell us how you know this young lady that you're sitting next to. Well, my name's Howard Jenkins, uh, and I met uh, Miss Jada here some time ago, and I was lucky enough because I definitely did not make. Uh, I guess I made a great first impression, but it wasn't that great. I guess it wasn't fairy tale like. I guess so. I was uh, fortunate and blessed enough to get a chance to actually spend some more time with her, and then it led to me spending the rest of my life with her. So I'm very blessed in that in that regard. So I appreciate you. I don't know if you know this. You guys, you guys are on the show for a specific reason. Uh, You are living proof. That it can happen. So you guys are like the, the, the standard bearer, I guess, for this topic. So uh, thank you for being on. And you can tell how much this brother loves his wife because he has that look in his eye. Like, you know, he had that little look, right? <laughs> Everybody saw it, right? <laughs> I, 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 I definitely understand, man. That's cool, yeah. man. I love it. We love, we love it. We love it. All right. So also joining us, we'll go back to the disembodied voices. Uh uh, on Skype, calling in from Skype, um, uh, we also have Anthony in the house. This is his uh, third time on the show. How you doing, Anthony? Oh, did we lose you, Anthony? I'm not doing. I'm not doing too bad. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm oh, bad. okay. Um, <laughs> and and you're from the ATL. I am, I'm definitely um, definitely in the ATL, and. Yeah, man, I'm just having a good time. I'm about to die. Ooh, because I mean, especially in real life. But other than that, man, I'm enjoying the night scene so far. All right, and, and you guys don't know this. Anthony is such a wonderful guy. He's buying food for everybody. So uh, put your orders in. <laughs> and, awesome. uh, put your order in. Send your email address. I will email you uh, a link. Uh, <laughs> to the menu, and then I'll take a nominal picture. That's so vivid that you'll feel like it's actually there in front of you. Know, I'm in <laughs> I love, yeah, I like, I like that. I'm on that same. I'm on that same wave, Shannon. <laughs> All right, and then uh, last but definitely not least, uh, yeah, uh, you want to mute uh, Anthony? Uh, just you know. Um, last but definitely not least, you know him. We call him the captain, Captain Olaf Barbosa. How you doing, Olaf? I am doing fantastic. <laughs> and, uh, was the second, second, second or third show in the, in this whole thing, which I love. I love the twenty four hour program. It's going to get to be on more. <laughs> yes, that's right. Extra Olaf. Extra uh, Olaf for the day. Yep. All right. Okay, so let's get to the topic. The topic is finding Mr. or Mrs. Wright. So it depends on what you are looking for. And a lot of people have (laughs) their ideas of what is Mr. or Mrs. Wright. Uh, Some people, they may say Mr. or Mrs. Wright is uh, is very attractive. Uh, It may be their Mr. or Mrs. Wright is very uh, smart. Mr. or Mrs. Wright could be a lot of different things. So I think a good place to start off with is our resident poet and 
and uh, love expert Shannon, she's going to give us an idea of what is Mr. Right for her. Well, before I even get there, thank you, Shannon. How are you? Welcome, Dre. What? Did we skip Dre? Oh my God! I'm so I'm I'm uh I'm slow today. Uh, I'm sorry. It's 22 hours. My bad. The brother the brother's literally looking straight at me. Uh, wait a minute. I'm so sorry. Uh, this brother Dre is a terrific podcaster and streamer. He is a great member of this community. He's been kicking it with us all day, and my dumbass uh, forgot you. So <laughs> please forgive me, man. Yes. So Dre hey, is in the house. Dre Harris. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm so I'm so sorry, man. Uh, it was, Shannon made me do it. <laughs> all, right. all right. So Shannon, what is what is your idea of Mr. And Mrs. Wright? I'm Mrs. Wright. Mr. Wright. See, I'm I'm really I'm about to start slurring and stuff. <laughs> um, I I really don't have a physical visual. Um, I have more so a character visual. Um, he is a man of integrity, um, good humor, um, honest, intelligent. I mean, that's a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Good faith. I, I like somebody with a good relationship with the Lord. But okay, you what's, know, what's I can a, tell you, I can tell you my do nots: no gambling, no domestic violence, no excessive drug usage. That does not include weed, because you asked me that already. And we about to do our weed show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's different shows. Yeah. Well, well, okay, what what is that? I, I hear this a lot. He has to have a good relationship with the Lord. What, is, what, what does that exactly mean? Yeah, they, I would like to. Are they on first name basis? What, what are you talking about? Well, I would like him to have a relationship with the Lord. I guess that's what I should have said. Um, can I ask you? I'm sorry, right? And, and if he doesn't, and if he doesn't, but he's still a great and amazing person, what does that look like? Because you got a relationship with the Lord and still be a bad person. You know that, that. is all fact. And I mean, and, and and I didn't say that was the only issue. I mean, or the only thing. Of no, course, no, you want to examine the person you're engaging. Um, just because they have a they know the Lord doesn't mean they actually live that out, that principle. So that comes with discernment and getting to know someone better. Um, that's just the beginning. Do they have to be clar- clarification on uh, having a relationship with the Lord? I mean, what if they know you? What if the guy doesn't go to church very often, but still follows the uh, follows the uh, commandments and stuff and still lives lives a life like uh as but just doesn't go to church all that often does that rule him out or that's a, that's a conversation to be had olaf you're trying to make me your third wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i got everything else going for me i was just i'm just checking on the other you know, the, the lord relationship part you know <laughs> I, I don't know like 
Okay, do, do they have to be a Baptist specifically? Can they be Mormon? Can I'm, not they, worried, uh, I'm not worried about the denomination. I grew up missionary Baptist. I currently attend Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. Two totally different strokes of jade. You know, my first pastor was black. My current pastor is white. So they look totally different um, down to the music. So it has nothing to do with the denomination. It has everything to do with the relationship for me. And that's just me. I can't speak for anybody else. I guess, I guess... I think probably what people want to know is how how does one quantify that? How do you know a guy would have a relationship with God? Uh, a guy would have a relationship with God or not? Like, the word says you know them by the fruit that they bear. So mm-hmm. that takes time. You're not going to just figure that out today. I got to yeah. get to know you. And I'm not about to put my tongue down your mouth or give you my cookies before I find out. Because I'm need i too old for that at this point. I need to know who you are. They, they some holy cookies. And, and, and you know what? I think that's a good point. Some people, like, people like you know, say stuff like, "I want them to have a relationship with God." Um, and if, and I guess not every people can be great, amazing people without um, believing in any deity. Uh, but uh, the the hope character would reflect that, or at least uh, somewhat reflect it. So I think um, that's probably. Uh, a good thing where somebody if you see somebody that says they have a, a relationship with god and they and it shows then it should reflect their character absolutely and, yeah. and that's why i said you'll know it by the fruit they bear and and again you know these are getting to know processes you know you're not just saying oh today he has these qualities tomorrow we get married mm-hmm. um i'm yeah. not naive part <laughs> of this is also like uh finding mr and mrs right I think faith is one of those things that people overlook. So if you have a strong faith in uh, Jesus uh, and the person that you're dating does not or anything else, like if somebody is a a devout Muslim or a devout Catholic and the other person that you're dating is not, eventually uh, it can cause um, friction in the relationship. And um, so identifying, I guess, each other's cultures and interests and things like that is important. You can't find Mr. and Mrs. Right just by looking at the outside appearance or even just the character. Because eventually what's going to happen is that, you know, you guys get married and you would like your spouse to go to church with you. And your spouse is like, well, that's never been my thing. I don't want to go. Then you start feeling like, but I really want this for my family. So you haven't... conversations earlier i think dre and i I think that also comes with age and maturity and understanding of yourself because i think you know earlier on for some people it's like oh my gosh that person so this or that or the other and those are all maybe surface things but they're not willing to dig deeper until they're too late in it oh my gosh i wish i would have known that whereas i'm in the game later in life so it's like i need to know these things now because what you're getting is a real me and I don't want you to give me a representative. And then 10 years down the road, I find out who you really are. And I'm like, Whoa, what did I sign up for? Like, I'm not going to do that to you. And I sure don't want you to do that. to me. Let me, let me ask the guys, let me ask the guys a question. Um, because we, we often hear the relationship with the Lord, um, from women. Um, is that a turnoff? A woman who is completely not religious at all or, or anything like that, or is that just something you don't you don't really look at? Okay. Uh, I think, well, for me anyway, um, it's never been an issue because I myself um, I'm not a believer in religion, so 
um, quite the opposite. If someone who, if someone who, if I met a female, if I wasn't married and she was extremely religious, um, it, it would actually, for me anyway, I know I would probably take a step back and be like, hey, look, this is, this is where I stand. And if that's okay with you, then we can move forward. But you need to know we're not going to practice the same things. I'm not going to believe in what you believe in. Um, you know, we're always going to be at opposite ends, even if we have kids. You you may want to put the religion on them. But for me, I'm like, look, I'm not going to do that to them. So it's it's a, it's a little, for me, again, for me, this is strictly for me. I It wouldn't be an issue for me if it was not an issue for her. As long as at some point she's not sitting there trying to, like, every convert. once in a while try to convert me. Yeah, like, hey, look, you want to come? Like, I'm cool with one or two church events, but I'm not, I'm, every Sunday, I'm not with you. I'm not going to be with you in them pews. I'm just, that's just being me being honest. Um, and that's how I stand. And I'm fortunate that, you know, that I'm in a relationship that I'm in where it's not an issue. But uh, it has been an issue in the past. So, and I think um, just because somebody doesn't, you know, believe in God or practice religion doesn't make them necessarily a uh, a bad, bad, bad person. And I think right. this is one of the things that you guys got to realize in the very beginning of the relationship. Uh, like, for, like for me, um, like, you know, wherever it is that I date, um, I would like to have, would like for them to have a, a relationship with God also, um, or faith in God, or, or, you know, practice the same faith that I practice so that there isn't um, conflict in the future. Uh, and that's, I guess, part of finding Mr. or Mrs. Right for me. You, exactly. That's what I always like to say. Mm-hmm. There it has to be for you. Well, you know, it's also, there's also different spirituality is different than being religious, too. So, like, you can, right. be, a spiritual, you can be a spiritual person and, and not be connect right. on a religious level. Exactly. But what, what's, what's religion? What's for being religious? What is that? Like, What's the difference between religion? Specific religion, like going, being a Christian or being a Muslim or being, a, you know, Hindu, like make, uh, dedicating yourself to a specific, uh, you know, genre of religion, like, you know, and, and uh, there's a lot of sacrifice in that too. Being spiritual doesn't necessarily mean that you're not sacrificial, but like, you know, you don't go by like maybe all the certain rules. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like. Uh, I think that uh, being spiritual means more like you're, um, you can be more open-minded sometimes about different aspects of life mm-hmm. because you're not so blinded by what you've been taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's um, in finding, you know, Mrs. Wright for myself. It's kind of difficult to navigate the uh, religious aspect because I grew up in a Christian church. I grew up as a Christian. Um, I, at this point, do not, I guess, consider myself a Christian. Um, there's still certain values or principles that I hold, but I, don't, I just don't subscribe to the uh, inundation that I was, I felt like I was put under or subjected to as I was younger. But I guess the difference in that is, you know, I mean, as far as being within one of the principles of being not unequally yoked. And so in having conversations with women or attempting to date, 
I've seen interest diminish rapidly once we got to the kind of religion portion of the, of the conversation. Everything else maybe be lining up and they'll be engaging in tune. But as soon as, okay, well, you know, how, how's your relationship with, uh, <laughs> you believe in Jesus? And like, I, all of a sudden I hear the price is right. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, here it goes. We're going to see how, how much further this conversation is. Well, well, no, I don't. You know, I believe in God. I believe in Creator. You know what I mean? But I don't know what I'm supposed to do with Jesus. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of where I stand. I'm still navigating and figuring out what is true for me, what my truth is, and what it is that I'm supposed to, um, I guess, subscribe to or align myself with in order for me to live the, you know, the purest form of life for myself to be on my path. Um, and I realize it doesn't necessarily resonate with a lot of people because. I guess in the regions that I've traveled in or that I've lived in, they're primarily dominated by Christianity. Um, and I don't know how much of a difference it would make for me at this point in life whether or not we believe the exact same thing or we follow the, the exact same thing. Like if. if because I was married, and that wasn't a point of an issue or a point of you know content or of tension. Because she wanted to go to church heavily, regularly, Sundays, be there every Bible study, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I grew up doing that. That's not what works for me. If it works for you, that's fine. I'm perfectly fine with her going to church. She's like, oh no, we got to go together. Well, I'm like, huh? I don't. Whatever you're receiving, I'm not benefiting from this. You know, from this exchange from, you know, going with you. I need something different. Um, and that there, there was not really an understanding or even an attempt to understand that, my, my position in that. And so I think it can play a major part, but I think if, I think if you, as you get older, you need to get more stuck in your ways or you become a little bit more open-minded and a little bit more, I guess, lenient and understanding on people's Positions and ideas in in a lot of things, including religion. You, you know, did your oh, position ahead. did your position change, or was it always that way? Like like when you were in the relationship, was it changed. one way before, and did uh, it change during the relationship? Well, in my relationship, I I attempted to go back and do the same thing I did before, as far as the heavy uh, church attendance, being spiritually employed, as you know, it was taught throughout the church and you know, kind of being there almost around the clock. And I'm like, I'm not really living my life. And this is not to say that I'm not, I'm just trying to live buck wild, but I'm like, my identity is so wrapped up into this establishment. I don't know who I am. Mm. Um, and, and so I tried it once again, when we were together, because we met at the church. This is, I actually tried it again before her and we met through that. And it's like, um, there's still certain things that didn't really sit right with me, didn't resonate with me. Well, that I didn't agree with. And like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do this version of it anymore. There's something else out here for me. This just isn't it. Uh, so it, it did change. Um, okay. I think there was just a, an evolution for me in that time period, and that evolution wasn't understood. Yeah, and I think that's what Shannon's point was in the beginning. Right. Um, right. Trying to identify that in the very beginning, because if, it's, yeah. if that's what she values, she would like him to value the same thing to find what's right for her. Right. And, and I respect it. I respect it. Shannon. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like, you know? Good. And, 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 
Um, because if you don't want kids, you need to have that conversation because you don't I want agree. Relationship with somebody who wants to have a brood or a basketball team and you like, can we just get a puppy? And the same thing with <laughs> you may only Tahitian vanilla and they may want to be caramel cookie fudge and y'all need to have that conversation because they looking at you like, oh my God, you are saying you want me to do what with my what? No, have those conversations from jump and be okay with it. I'm yeah. open, like there ain't too. Even as a Christian, I'm here for the BDSM. So let's have all these conversations. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and I and I respect it. And I I just wanted to know what it looked like. You know, when um I think Kente had asked, and then I had asked too, because I just wanted to know. Like I think we were just curious, and just like um Kente said, um you know, coming from a male's perspective. Like, what does that look like if a female says that from the beginning? You know, whether is it a turn off? Is it a turn on? Um, I respect it, though. I think everyone has to know what they want as an individual in within themselves and also from a partner. You have to figure out whatever the things that you like and dislike, things that you're willing to tolerate, things that are just like a deal breaker for you. So I get it and I respect it. You know, that's for you. That, that's your Mr. That's that's what your Mr. Right looks like for you. And I respect it. I mean, there's no right or wrong answers for this because we're all individuals. We do things Absolutely. differently. So we our perspectives come from different places. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong answer. Your Mr. Right is going to look different from my Mr. Right, from the next female's Mr. Right, you know, and Andre's Mrs. Right is going to look different than my husband's, than Kente's, than, you know, Olaf's, all of it. So, yeah, you just have to find what's good for you. And again, I respect that. Let, let, let me ask this question, because uh, this is something we've talked about before on the show, but we have a different panel for this. And um, this kind of goes to picking that mate. Um, and of course, we have the, uh, the, this wonderful couple too to to give their insight on it. Is how much how important is it their circle, uh, the people that they hang out with, the people they chose to be in their life, their friends, their homies, their associates. How important is that in deciding if you want to deal with that person? That, um, to me, that's a, that's a fairly big one because if. If you don't mesh well with their friends and their, all that, and then, like, if you have a, let's say you have a barbecue and you have her friends over and I have my friends over, and it looks like, you know, the meeting of the Hatfields and McCoys, it's not going to be, your relationship is not going to go very far because you can never do anything with their her friends or I can't do anything with her friends and she can't do anything with my friends because <laughs> nobody gets along. So... To me, your the friends have to have some similarities. I mean, they don't have to be exactly the same and have the same interests and everything, but there has to be some common ground that everybody can work with. And there needs to be a good balance between having a friend there for you and having a friend in your relationship. Because I've I've had like friends that have brought me into their relationship. You know what I mean? Like in arguments and been like. Well, she was, you know, they would bring me into their arguments and stuff, and it was very uncomfortable. So there has to be a boundary of, like, how uh, much uh, uh, friends are allowed in, you know, different aspects of your life. You know what I hate, real quick, uh, before uh, Jada and uh, her husband say, is uh, if your friend asks you some advice, and then they tell their mate, well, Kente said that I shouldn't even be listening to you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you corny. 
That's cold. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, uh, um, Jada and, uh, and, and your husband. Um, so for me, it was definitely important, right? Yeah, he can mess. He doesn't care about any of that crap, right? Let me tell you. Don't care. For me, that was really important. I literally mm-hmm. pack him on all his friends. I didn't like any of his friends at all. None of them. Like, none of them. <laughs> there were, like, a few family members that I didn't like either. And I'm just like, <laughs> I hope you're not watching this. <laughs> I'll be the first one to say. Where, where they at now, though? Where, where those friends at now? They so go. I will say, I will say, uh, <laughs> It was it was definitely like a shock. Like I had never experienced that. So I remember, if I remember correctly, like the first one out the gate, you didn't like was my cousin, right? Yeah, no. So I didn't like him. This is this was like my right hand. And I told him I didn't like him. Like day one, like me and this man went to free school together. We went to high school. They family. We actually legit family, first cousins. So (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm about to take you to. Like I'm excited. Like I'm like, yo, I'm about to. Meet like you about to meet my best friend, my homie. Yo, I think like all of like maybe two minutes there. Two seconds. I literally felt the vibe in the whole room shift, and I was like, "Oh god, <laughs> this is horrible." And then like she and I will say like Jada is good for like yo. If she's not comfortable, everybody gonna know she's not comfortable. Like that's right. Because I'm gonna make you feel uncomfortable. We all gonna be uncomfortable together. So yeah. she sat there, and I, I never forget it because I remember you was like, "I don't even want to sit down." And I was just, "I didn't oh want to sit down." God, I was like, "I didn't like." What I just done. remember saying, "Like, why can't my phone just ring and I can be like, oh, we gotta go.' Like, yeah, <laughs> the awkwardness was not even there. It was just like <laughs> we left, and we left, and we got in the car, and then it's that that silence. But like, the car turns on, the radio comes on, it's that awkward silence, like. And as soon as I turn off the block, she's just, you know, I don't like your friends. And I was just like, fuck. And like, like <laughs> because I already know that nothing, like if I wanted to, I already know the issues that would potentially arise. Like if I wanted to do something like a group setting or if I wanted to, I already know she wouldn't be really inclined to hang out with him. So I would, that kind of, at, in the beginning, put a little rift between us. So Liking friends is important. If any of her friends didn't like me, to be honest, I wouldn't have cared. Like, and I mean to be like, like okay, so all jokes aside, right? And this this is a true story as right. far as just me not vibing with any. I thought they were extremely stagnant. That's what it was. I didn't see the potential in his friends. I didn't see the growth. I saw him being held back by them in a sense, like hanging. Like I feel like you are the company that you keep. In my opinion, right? I agree. And everyone has their own perspective and their opinion. To me, I think that 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 statement holds true, right? So for me, I just didn't like them. I didn't think that they were on his level. I felt like he could have been hanging out with other smarter, just different type of people, right? So um, I think it's extremely important because of the fact that Again, they're the you are the company that you keep. So I think they're a representative of you, and you're a representative of them. The same way, when I walk outside, I represent my husband. When he walks outside, he represents me, no matter what. Right? When we're not even when we're we're not together. Right? So that being said, I didn't like the way they moved. I didn't like the way they did things, and I'm able to literally peep bullshit from a mile away. And I was able to peep that, and hence 
most of his friends, his so-called friends around that time, are really not no longer in his life. And right. that has to say something. And this was years ago. So right. it wasn't like something that happened overnight. He I was able to literally see that on his own. I didn't tell him he couldn't stop hanging out with them. Literally, his so-called friends and certain family members literally showed their literally their ugly head when in due time. It, and I will say that I will give my wife credit because she was able to see things. She was able to see things from a different perspective than I was because these are, again these are people that I've been around since childhood. So yeah. I mean I wasn't I definitely was blinded to the fact that as we definitely matured and grew up that some of us matured faster than others and again as soon as she would meet certain people she picked up on it from out the gate i didn't like like, well i don't like this person so i for me i'm like well what don't you like about them and i already had my perception of how i viewed this person and this is her first time meeting them so she was able to just kind of pick apart certain things and she was able to see things that i wasn't able to see and sure enough she once once she opened the door and kind of like lifted the veil and I was and I was able to get out the bird box. I was able to see these people for who they were. <laughs> and again, this move definitely showed who my true friends were, because the relation could our relationships withstand the distance. And again, my core friends were like, "Look, we love you no matter where you are." Exactly. And they, and again, they keep in contact with me. It's not a one sided uh, friendship. You know those people who you're always the first one to hit them up. And if you don't hit them up, you'll never hear from them. Like, it wasn't like that. So I will say that she definitely helped me see who was really for me. And you know, it wasn't just and you know around what, Jada, me. Jada called it Operation Clean Sweep. Uh, <laughs> 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 like, get him up out of here. You gotta go. You gotta go. Um, you gotta go. I literally was not for the shirts. I, I would let him know from day one, like I don't like that person. That person doesn't benefit you. And I was real. And I, to be quite honest, I really was. I was real open and honest and blunt with him. And I told him why. It wasn't like for superficial reasons. Like I would tell him in depth, like this is why this person isn't good for you in your life. You know, I, I'm already seeing how they move. I, I see how they act. It's just not a good look for you and in the future that you're trying to to trying to build and the things that you're trying to do. It just wasn't beneficial. So to me, friends are important. And and that's my opinion. Whether you, and they say you shouldn't because you're not dating them, but you'll be surprised how influential right. the circle around whoever you're dating is extremely important. They're extremely influential. So you want somebody who's going to be like, if you're married, right? And your, 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 your spouse is hanging out with ratchet people right people that are not doing well they are going to have your spouse in some bs force around some stuff and you would be like oh but aren't isn't my spouse like grown shouldn't they know better yes but sometimes whatever you trust the person right and you've been around them for like 10 plus years you're like oh they're not going to put me in harm's way they're not going to jeopardize what i have going on with at home but you'll be surprised you yeah, i promise no, you you'll be surprised people do it like it just doesn't make sense um, in my opinion your childhood friend that's that's when they fuck you oh yeah them long <laughs> them long-term relationships that you forged when you were you know uh, a little one yeah yeah they will they will throw you under the bus in a heartbeat i've seen it happen it's yeah. terrible, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so because, you know. well, because they see that you're happy and whatever it's so you're happy in this new relationship, and they're not part of it, 
and it yeah. makes them jealous. So they're they're going to undermine it as quickly as they can. Now, I do and have one question for you. I do have one question for you. When you when you met like his different friends and things, and you said I don't like that person because of this, this, and this. Is it? Did you just kind of like say it once, and then that was it, or did you remind <laughs> him every once in a while? I well, don't I'm like like that. <laughs> this was re- this was repeated often. More than that, more than that, it was repeated often. Um, I definitely agree with you as far as them undermining a relationship. A lot of friends tend to, when a relationship, when a serious relationship uh, does arise, they tend to think like, "Oh, I'm gonna lose out on." my quality time with this person like they're not going to be so inclined now to want to get up and hang out on a friday night or want to go drink to the sun comes up on a saturday so they feel some type of way they generally feel some type of way as and they don't they don't view it as oh he's moving on to the next stage in his life let me be here and support him and kind of like be his girlfriend doesn't want them to hang out you know like, and, uh, and that was really one of our issues. That was one of our issues. So his friends didn't want me around because they saw him progressing with me, they and making him better. Right. They didn't like that. So what? So initially, they were shitty friends. Right. So initially, like, mm-hmm. Turnip, I was Mister Turnip. So it was just like, yo, we're gonna pound these drinks, we're gonna have these shots, we're gonna smoke this, and she kind of, in a sense changed me in that in that regard where we're not, we not doing that we're not doing that so they was just like wait you're not doing this no more and i'm like nah not like i'm good like and that was an issue it's like oh she's changing you and it's just like damn like can my liver survive like can i live the, my best life can i be healthy and like and then that's when it for me that's when it, i really was able to see so all it takes is for you to actually follow that one breadcrumb and then subconsciously you follow the rest of them so then that's when I started to pick up on if I did something good. So like if I purchased a car or something or or I did something good, they would be like, oh, they, they weren't they wouldn't celebrate my my victories with me as opposed to they would just right. be there and be like, that's what's up. That's cool. Like you could definitely tell who's a real friend basically like if you do something well, exactly. how they celebrate with you. Right. I don't care right. what you do. Like if, if one of our mutual friends came out with a sneaker and sold two pairs. Yo, we're going to go out for dinner. You sold two pairs of your product. That's a blessing. We're going to go celebrate. Where some people will be like, that's all you sold. That's all you sold. Exactly. And that's it. Let's connect the relationship. You found Jada. How many of your boys was like, yo, I'm so happy for you. Like, you found somebody that you can actually fall in love with. You know, like, what can I do to help progress your relationship? The only friends that I have now that I still talk to. So my two best friends that I talk to from New York, like one of my boys, loves her right because he knows her so he's just like so whenever like because again so two of us are married and the other one's engaged so we're pretty much all on the same level like just about on the same level um uh-huh. and he i will say my friend brian's quick to check me like if we're talking and i'll say something he'd be like nah so you know jada always right he <laughs> like, you gotta listen to her and, and, and he'll, and he's not. He trust me. He's not. She'll tell you. Majority of my friends are not intellectual at all. Like they're hood. Of, like they're the true definition of hood. And but I will say, when it comes to him sticking up for her or telling me where I went wrong, he's definitely quick to kind of like definitely put it in words where he's able to articulate it and tell me that I was at fault or and I need to apologize. So mm-hmm. I do want to say real quick, like so we're we're. We're both kind of like we're hood, but we're not like we know how to turn it on and off. 
You know what I mean? Like we're both in the Bronx and we have it in us, but then there's a whole other side that we know how to like check. And, you know, and I think most of our friends are like that. Like most of our friends are hood, but then they're all like sophisticated in their own right. Like, right. so it, it has its on and off, but I just definitely didn't. Yeah. There was a lot of them that just didn't like. She didn't like, and you know what? And again, I appreciate the fact that she was able to call a spade a spade when she saw it. And We'll say at the time you will. I definitely put up a fight. I definitely was like, nah, she's she's nah, she's she's wrong. She got to be wrong. This I knew this person for years. Like, how can? And sure enough, she was right all the time. Mm. Can I ask something real quick? Oh, I'm sorry. Can no, no, say? go ahead, go ahead. Um, did that was um like the situation between when you when you were married with your ex wife? Did um friends influence? like certain things and certain decisions in your marriage? Um, did that, uh, yeah, in a sense, yeah. Especially toward the end. Um, really? With her friends. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah they answered. Circle uh, is important. Yeah. Okay. It is. In the beginning, there was some, I was young when I got married, so I wasn't right. able to recognize red flags in the very beginning, um, even with, with her own friends. And some of them coming up to me and telling me, you know, she may not be the best choice for you. And I was like young, dumb, blind. And uh, so, uh, yes. And and friendship is, is, is important. Your circle, your sphere of influence, very important in relationships. Because you have some people that, um, I, I officiate weddings. And it's something that I say in every single wedding that I officiate. I don't just talk to the couple. I talk to everybody that's, that's you know, sitting. And I always tell them, I can guarantee with 100% certainty that these two are going to have conflict in their marriage. It's not up to you to uh, support one or the other. If I, t I look at the family of the groom and then the family of the wife and I say, if he comes home and starts complaining about his wife, you let him complain for a little bit, you show some love and support, you give him dinner, and then you say, okay, it's nine o'clock, go back home and work it out with your wife. You know, That's what family and friends are supposed to do. That's, That's exactly. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, Shannon. Go ahead. Let's clap. Yeah. We could clap for that. Yeah. I and, and I just want people to know, too, uh, that we're going to go over 30 minutes. So the uh, wrap up show starts at 730, or, which is uh, 1030 uh, um, Eastern time. Sorry. Let's, let's just go for 45. This is getting good. No, yeah, let's do it. We can do that. Yeah. We yeah, can do see, anything so, so we stop. want. <laughs> we were here. I forgot that extra hour. All right, so um, yeah, because we have a lot to really cover in this. Um, there's another thing too I want to get to that kind of goes along the lines of this is the the let's talk about the family aspect of it. And you kind of talked about it a little bit, but um, um, sometimes when you see the family that they that somebody comes from. Uh, that that may affect your your decision, you know, uh, what what mama and, and daddy like, what uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, how 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 much is that important? That's, that's very important. Um, I I had my ex before her. I I will say that I remember literally saying like when I met her family, I was like, oh no, this is not good at all. <laughs> Um, and for the, I mean, you guys, I mean, I'm new here, so you guys don't know. So I come from a very big family. Um, my family's extremely close and I think it's, 
and it's weird because now that I'm married, and every time I go home, I think about how unnatural it, like it kind of. <laughs> she points it out all the time. It's a little like they lit, like they all live extremely close to one another. Like we're talking like point two miles away, and we're talking about like what twenty of us, if not more. Yeah, his family's huge, just like a little bit. And oh, like, wow. yeah, it's like they said, yo, we're gonna lock down this whole city and or this neighborhood, really, and this they, is our shit. Like, this is this is our turf. Yeah. So. So for me, I like that's how that's what I was accustomed to, right? Granted, I lived in New York, but when I went to Delaware or Philly, that's that's what I was experienced. So when I met her family, I didn't like anybody in her family. The only person I liked was her grandmother. Mm. And I remember thinking like having that He's talking about his ex. He's talking about my ex, yeah. Right. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> So I remember I would have I remember sitting there thinking like because I knew eventually like if it gets serious you're gonna end up merging your families and I remember thinking like could her family like coexist with my family at a barbecue <laughs> and I remember thinking like I don't know how likely that is right and mm-hmm. and that actually made me question whether or not. I could actually move on in the relationship because that's extremely important. Like I love her family. I love every relative in her family. Um, they're all special in the unique ways and they're all, and I will say I I have a soft spot for every single one of them. And I wish, I will say the only bad thing is that I haven't met more of her family because they're kind of like really spread out where for me, I remember bringing her to my family barbecue and was like, yo, you about to meet everybody. She's just like, what do you mean? I said, you about to meet like 30 people, get your notepad out, get your, like, you about to learn a whole bunch of names. Like, it, and it was real. That's exactly what it was. Um, so she's met like almost everyone for the most part, like everybody. Years ago. Years ago, she's met everyone. She's still meeting people in my family I'm still now. meeting people where I'm just like, oh, nice yeah, to meet you. We've known each other for a gazillion years now. Right. But I will say it definitely plays a part because if you feel like you can't like you can't really get along with their family, because, again, if there's issues that will arise because no relationship is perfect, they're going to go back to their family. And if you if their family already if you if you and the family already don't click, they're going to p- always be on her side to push for the relationship to just like be dismissed. Okay. And that's 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 never a good thing. No, yeah. family is very important. Um it, I think um, I think when when finding someone and when you're courting and you're going through your dating stages and figuring out their relationship with their mother, the relationship with their father, whether it's a male or female, whoever you're dating, I always I, so when we started dating and this is how this is how I did I would work with everyone because I think it's it's work right you're getting interviewed right you really are um, when you're dating you're literally kind of weeding out the bullshit from everybody that you're dating. And I would ask him a thousand and one questions and he didn't really understand it because he didn't date like I did. I dated with a purpose and he didn't come from that. So for me, it was like, oh, so, you know, how's your how's your relationship with your dad? Because if we have kids later on, whatever, you know, that's going to trickle down, whatever, to our son or our daughter or whatever. You know, that's what I was thinking ahead way before we even actually got into a relationship a dating relationship we were just chilling and trying to figure each other out to see if we even click or not so for me it was like a thousand and one questions that i need answers for 
right? I'm like, well, how's the relationship with your mother? You know, okay, you have a sister. Well, how's the relationship with her? You know, do you guys clash? Do you guys argue, whatever? Like all those things are important because again, subconsciously, we do a lot of things that we saw growing up, right? And things that you don't even realize that you pick up habits from. And it's not a bad thing, but it's something that we do subconsciously. Things we literally mimic the things that we saw in our household growing up. And so that's important. I need to know, did your family argue a lot? Did your mom and dad argue around you? Did you see physical abuse or stuff like that? Whatever. I need to know these things because that's a representative of you because there's certain things and you may be different, but again, no. that's important. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I think relationships with family is definitely important. Like if I, if I need to be able to call my mother-in-law today, it's no problem. You know, that's my second mother. So exactly. If he needs to be able to call my dad, that's his second dad. Like, you know, things like that are very important. You know, they, it really is. Family is important. No, I, I definitely, I definitely agree, and uh, I've, I, I got some stories to tell about uh, meeting family, Hello. Uh, some, some real crazy <laughs> ones, but I, I'll, I'll leave those for another day. Um, yeah, I know, I know. I think we all have those stories. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've, I've met some really sucky ass family members, but, um, but um, let's. I want to um, go to Tori for for a moment. And because, um, you know, we're we're talking about um, looking for Mr. and Mrs. Wright. Are, are you with us, Tori? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. So um, you out there in the dating scene, I don't know if you're uh, if you're with someone or not. Um, what no, are, I'm single. OK, so what are, what are some of the things that you uh, that you look for when you're. Uh... Well, I try not to have a list and I try not to be like, well, you know, be. Uh, uh particular about certain things but three things have to be there in order for it to be working for a long-term relationship they have to have a job they have to have their shit together and they have to want to grow um not only as a person but like as a partner so like they have to be willing to at least try to do that like be the be an entrepreneur or be like start your own business or like you know, do writing or you follow your bliss, like you have to be on the same page with all those things because I've found out like, you know, I gave everybody, I gave a lot of people chances and, and, uh, cause everybody's been down and out before and everybody's had it. And I just felt like, you know, well, maybe I give this guy a chance cause he's, you know, we have all this stuff in common, but it doesn't work unless you're both on the same level. So you have to start dating the person that is on your same level, you know? And you have to also give yourself a chance to heal from past relationships because a lot of times people don't yeah. do that. They get they rush into another relationship and they're still not over their ex and it just causes more problems than it does good, you know what I mean? You gotta say that, Tori. Heal yourself whole first, please. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm now, I've been single for four years. Like, I'm over my exes, so <laughs> that's not a problem for me, but like, I've seen it like be a big problem for um, like a lot of my friends and like, uh, you know, just like you guys were saying, what we've been saying the whole show, like you have to be on the same page with everything else too, with kids, religion, you know, even football teams, like you, you should have stuff in common with your significant other, you know, opposites do attract, but like if you have nothing in common except maybe great sex, you're never going to make it work, you know? 
Well, at least uh, one part of the day you might make it work. But um, yes. <laughs> but uh, okay, so th- that's a good information. But um, uh, let me go. Let me go with you, Dre. Uh, what are you looking for now? You have children too, so that's another thing that you got to factor in. But uh, what mm-hmm. are you looking for? What's your list, man? What's your list, I think Dre. Wait, I think Dre. I think Dre got a list, man. I think he got a. Well, I, it's, it's, a list. it's not really all that that big to be honest with you um so uh they um like you know like shannon like i, I want somebody that i can uh that that she has the same faith as me um they have to to love kids they got they got to be able to love kids and um and i don't expect you know, one thing i won't ever, ever do is put the expectation of being a mother to my kids on anybody that i, I date um, but I do want to see that they have quality, caring qualities of uh, a mother figure, but not necessarily because they have a mother who is in their life from time to time. So, um, but they got to love kids. They got to be a compassionate, empathetic, um, easy on the eyes too. Like if I if I turn around and wake up in the morning, I want to be able to say, "Yeah, I did right. I did right." <laughs> you know, like, like so, but um, I think those are the, the, the main things. I don't have a, a big list. I don't have a big list. Um, uh, there, there are some physical features that I appreciate in um women. What uh, are they? they? Yeah, what are they? What are they? I give you, I give you, um, uh, sort of like uh, my ideal. That's that's negotiable, and then like my non-negotiables. All right, so not uh um i prefer um women of darker complexion um but that's like that but that's a preference that's not like a deal breaker what if she's a dark uh, what if she's a dark orange um that's not my preference <laughs> but, <laughs> but, she, she's on the trump, she's on the trump side of the game stopped him dude. <laughs> um, uh, she cannot be a um, carrot it's okay <laughs> Don't pay no attention to Kate as you were. Continue, please. I, I prefer uh, natural hair, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter the texture. I can care less about the texture. I care about the natural hair. So whatever hair that grows out of your head, I appreciate. Now, if you're wearing a weave, a weave or a wig, that's okay. I just that's my preference. Um, I do prefer locks as well. That's a preference, but it's not. That's one of the, my. It doesn't matter. Um, non-negotiables. Why have a pretty smile? Um, uh, yeah, very pretty smile. Nice eyes. Um, uh, this may sound superficial, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it's my preference. It doesn't. Uh, uh, a thinner waist to hip ratio. Uh, <laughs> and uh, about wow. No, I'm just, that's just that's that's just. Um, but uh. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Um, I really just wanted to find somebody that's caring, nice. Um, that's not for 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 drama because I don't want to do drama now. Like I'm, I'll be forty this year, and uh, I'm I'm done with drama. What, you know, what, I wanted... what about a, like a, a, a tad of drama, just a little, a I'm little, a little, little no, bouquet, I... the little the bouquet of drama is a little bit there. Well, a little bit of drama as long as it accompanies. Um, some great makeup opportunities afterwards. <laughs> Dre, Dre, drama keep it spicy, bro. <laughs> I, messed up, like, I, I messed up purposely like once every three months. 
opening quarters. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, things are going too good. I gotta fuck Yeah, let me mess some shit up right now. I thought that you guys sabotage stuff sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I do. It's like, forget to take the garbage out or something. <laughs> I mean, I can't speak for every male, but it's just like, I know when I was a kid and I had toys, I would love the toy for like a month, month and a half. I'm like, this is my favorite Ninja Turtle. And then my mom catched me like two months later and I'm trying to set it on fire in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) That's just our nature. We like, oh, this shit is shiny, it's pretty, it's going nice. My mother, she probably would have put me in the flames. Like, you know how much I paid for this thing? I know. Listen, them dollar, listen, them dollar, them ninety nine cent store toys, extra flammable. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, oh, I was more of I did uh, M eighty blow them up. Uh, what, what were you gonna say, Dre? <laughs> we got to be able to speak intelligently, even if we disagree and peacefully. So I like to engage in intelligent conversation. So I forgot to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Not what about what about some right. skills like some uh, skills in the um, the kitchen? Okay. Uh, some some uh, those kind of skills. I'm a single father, and I I have custody of my kids. I cook on my own. Um, so that's okay, that's but, that could be but but Dre, don't you want to retire? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to have have somebody help with that. But like that's one well, of those things where it's okay. I'm not talking a lot. I've been so doing it now ten years. So. Uh-huh. Well, okay, let me ask the ladies. Uh, uh, how many of these ladies uh, actually cook? Oh, I cook every day. I cook, I cook every day for my husband. Oh, look at that. See? People would not think that, though, because of my personality. But I do. I'm very domestic <laughs> for my husband. But like when it comes to certain things, it is just like he knows I'm just not going to do. Wait a minute. But then things that I'm like, oh, whatever. Ladies, ladies, don't knock that cooking. Look at the, look at the no, man's face. Look at that man's say, face. Look at that I, man's I, face. He's happy because he's getting like fed. <laughs> he's getting fed. So. anything against cooking, can't say. So, if, I mean, you can't know it. You can't tell right now. There's a big, like, difference in our size and stuff like that. My husband's like 6'5". My husband needs to eat. So yeah. I cook and I cook and I feed him very well. Yeah. All across I the board. I didn't know I mean, people didn't. Um, the women that didn't, that women didn't <laughs> cook anymore. Well. Like I thought that women were cooking all the time. <laughs> do you cook? I mean, I like, yes, I, like I do cook. cook. I gotta be able to cook something. I'm a really good cook. But, like I, I didn't know that like it was a thing for like <sighs> girls to not be able to cook. That seems like uh, I don't know, a given to me. Maybe I'm old fashioned that way. I mean, at least like, be able to boil some al dente pasta, boil an egg or something. I mean, you gotta get yeah. basic yeah. life skills. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't want to be no McDonald's mom, right? You don't want to be like, you don't want to be uh, the happy we meal every day. McDonald's. That's not nourishment to nobody's soul. And you said <laughs> No, it's not. You know, I'm about to lay up next to me after you done ate McDonald's burping. Big Macs. I'm gonna be like you know, uh-huh. like, you know who like McDonald's? <laughs> Old people and very young people. They, those are the ones. And That's true. Oh, I know, but we, we're getting older now. Have you ever seen old? Have you ever seen old? Like, you gonna give me that Big Mac, man? <laughs> well, 
you a version of a Big Mac, not you, because Jada ain't gonna kill you. But you get what I'm saying. You can get that. I guess I'm old fashioned because, like, I want to, like, whenever I'm at, if if I'm with somebody, I want to cook for them and I want to clean for them and I want to do their laundry and I want to do that stuff. I want to, like, be the mess, get all domesticated and, like, wash dishes every day. And, like, I mean, not that I don't now, but, like, you know, like, it, it becomes more of a purpose for me. And, like, I don't know, not a job, but a purpose. Like, make, I want to do it. And, like, I get joy out of doing it because it's making us a little family union, you know? And, uh, I, I just I'm surprised that uh, a lot of my friends aren't like that. Like they're lazy and like they let their house go to shit and like they don't you know it's like wow like uh, I guess I just have uh, old school values you know. I'm gonna tell you what I don't do. Sorry, though. I'm gonna tell you. Sorry, I'm gonna tell are you, you talking about in a dating relationship? I'm sorry, Kenze. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, sorry, are you talking about in a dating relationship? That those are things that you would like to do. Yeah, For somebody- not like a not like a, a very unserious like not a in a serious relationship like whenever you've been with somebody a year if you're living with them you know what i mean like you have to cohabitate with them you know like that's that's something that i i do for all of my exes i've done that but like um i'm just casually dating somebody no like i'm not gonna go over to their house and like clean the house for them every week like that's that's not (laughs) i wouldn't do that you know you know what i don't do though i don't do the if i cook then then uh you wash dishes i don't do that because uh, some of y'all, when y'all cook, y'all mess the kitchen up terribly. Like, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't cleaning that up. I, I, hey, I clean and cook at the same time. So That's people. what I do, too. So yeah. I will say that she's definitely good for cooking I as clean, you go. I, I clean as I and go. And it's weird because, like, if I'm cooking or if I'm in the kitchen, she, she's, she's I'm standing right behind right him. there. Literally, like, I'm like... You, you you gonna clean that up? Like a prison guard up? with a rifle. She's you sitting there the like you missed the spot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wanna pick that up? Yeah. Right like what's like, up? You gonna clean that? Or what? If you gonna make dinner and stuff like that, you gonna cook for me? Just make sure to do it right. If, if I'm if I'm cooking for you, I'm making sure I'm cleaning. I'm literally cleaning as I'm going. And there's no, there's not gonna be a dish in sight. There's not gonna be a mess or anything or a spot. So yeah. See now, I like that. See that's good. That's good. Like clean dishes is essential. Like I will do the dishes myself Me because too. I know, like I, I can't eat off of a dirty dish. We'll get cleaned. Thank you. So like I don't mind doing it. I hate doing it, but I, I'll do it because that's how I feel. I, I, I hate doing. Dishes. No, I hate doing it. But so, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I feel like it's not always. Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna get done right if you don't do it yourself. That's how I feel. I feel like that, Dre. I just want to go back to Tori real quick. So I think at times for all the women who are single and I think um, just, and and I know everyone has their preference for me. And when I always like tell like some of my girlfriends and stuff like that, don't do married things. Don't, don't act like a wife when you're just a girlfriend. And I don't, and and it sounds bad, but no, and this is what I'm saying. So I feel like, I feel like you could be you could be generous and you could be you know every now and then you may want to cook right for for your boyfriend but there's certain things that I feel like should happen after you know what I mean because then they get accustomed men at times become complacent and when you start doing wifely duties as a girlfriend it's like well what's the point of making you and transitioning you to that and if he's mature enough he will do that. But most yeah, men, I guess, and I'm not, I'm not saying all men, all men are not like that. 
But I, I'm, I'm, this is how I've noticed, and I, I have a lot of male friends, and I know how they talk, and I know how they, they move and stuff like that. And my dad, growing up with my dad, he would literally school me on so much from a year, early age, right? And so what I'm saying is just probably maybe really back, and I understand maybe you do. So the thing is, him and I didn't live together until we got married. I know some people get married. I mean, they, they live together, you know, and stuff like that while they're dating. We didn't do that. Like, we didn't, we didn't live together until we were married until after we were married. So there's yeah, certain things that, yeah, I feel like girlfriend- I was, I was in like a very long-term relationship for like seven years. That's like a marriage, you know? Um, and one. then I was in another relationship for like four years. And so like there were- And she was in both of those relationships at the same time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm wild like that. <laughs> no, but um, like right after, right after each other, within three months of the, right. me breaking up with one, I was with another and like, I, I didn't know how to date whenever I got out, like at, at the last relationship was like, I didn't know like, like what to do. Like, you know, all the new apps out there and like, you know, online dating was like really big and meeting people on Facebook and like, I didn't know any of that. And I was like, you know, going to bars and shit and like wondering why everybody was on their phones, you know? <laughs> you know, um, but, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, but like, um, you know, I completely agree with you whenever you say that because that that kind of opens my eyes a little bit because I've never been married and like maybe that maybe I gave them too much you know like maybe they just uh, like oh well that's that's all I'm gonna get for the rest of my life so great <laughs> there's no more surprise. Tori though. was making them grits in the morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like me. I have I have I don't know how to date. That's like I've been so I've been married twice. Uh, been divorced 14 years from my <laughs> second wife. Times. I've not dated since she was the last person I dated. Oh, wow. So it's been 14 years wow. since I went on a date. <laughs> wow. wow so I don't know how to date. Oh, off. You need, you need to get your foot wet again. You need Word. to get your feet wet. Yeah, Santa Claus, you need a Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or at least, well, or, or, or at least someone to role play with you, Mrs. Claus. There you go. Mm-hmm. Things in things in life are getting better and trend, getting to where I'd rather whether I where I want things to be at more. Uh, and I'm kind of tired of being by myself. <laughs> I have a lot of friends, but well, you, you know, know, you know what I've been hearing a lot lately. Um, and Shannon, maybe you hear this. I've heard this from friends. I've never experienced this, but female friends, uh, not really male friends, more female friends. They'll be in a relationship and they'll say, they'll come to you and they'll be like, it's going too good. And they'll be concerned about how good it's going. What is that? We get along very well. He's great. He's awesome. He picks me up when he says he's going to do it. He's all of that. She's like, she's all I mean, like, you know, my, you know, my zombie apocalypse, like, uh, love my you know post-apocalypse world like i'm always a uh, worst case scenario where's the shoe gonna drop type of person so like if it's going too good like i suspect something like they're cheating or <laughs> like they're they're embezzling thousands of dollars from work or like they're actually gay you know you never know <laughs> so that's okay. <laughs> he's so he's so good to, to hide the he's so good to hide the fact that he's a um, 
A salami uh, smuggler. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, I mean, you got to be willing to take the risk on, on the person that you're with. And so sometimes you have to be open to the fact that they're just a dope person. There's no catch. There's no caveat. They're already flawed. I mean, but so were you. Both of y'all shit. Hey, should I whisper so, and do there and say, hey, hey you need to fuck uh, up? Hey, hey, so- hey what's up, boy? What's up? That's the second. That's the middle child, right? Yeah, that's my middle one. My soon to be seventeen year old. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it and and that's the beauty of engaging people in relationship, regardless of what relationship you're engaging someone in. Each one of those relationships is a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking for a return on your investment, but most married people who have been married for any length of time will tell you. That sometimes you don't see that return on that investment until later down the, the pipeline. But you have taken that risk on that person and that risk every day because of the commonalities that you guys have agreed upon. Or, you know, you have just said, hey, I want to do life with you. You dope enough to experience this with. And I'd rather do the crazy with you than do normalcy with somebody else. It's a risk. But you know, what so, I, you know also what happens too is when they, it's going too well, I think I, I what I notice is that person will then they'll put salt in the game. So then now it goes bad. So they tell, see, I knew it. It's like mm-hmm. you might have caused that. You know, you caused that um, that that BS. But some people sabotage themselves. I, I I, some people, I, some people eliminate themselves out of the game. Like we were just talking about this maybe on the podcast earlier this morning about. Um, how easy it is for you to ask for everything you want and the universe, God, or whoever sends it to you. Yes. And you do not know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Like you have a list, that person is checking everything off your list and you're like, whoa, I'm not really ready for this. Like, what did I get myself into? And so sometimes we tend to write ourselves off like we we want this, but we're not actually actually putting in the work to keep it. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think, but, but like that, off what you just said, is it Shannon, along the lines I'm, of you know, piggyback off of what you, you just know, said. Too good you to may be, want it. Too good to be right? true. Probably isn't. you may not be ready for it. So that part, and and that's and that's a whole different ball game, Jada. Um, we were talking about this with a girlfriend. It's like at the end of the day. The right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. And that's okay because timing is It's all about timing. Um, and you have to be open to whatever comes. You know, that doesn't mean that that person won't come back around. That doesn't mean that you won't grow and somebody else won't come along and sweep you off your feet. I mean, it's a timing game. And so if your timing elapses and you ain't ready, don't get upset if somebody else comes along and is ready. I never heard because of that. I, I That's never, true. I never heard a guy though say that. I've never heard a guy go, "Man, things are just too good, man, with this girl." I don't know, man. I never heard. Well, that. he ain't saying it to you because he ain't trying to date you. But don't don't trust and believe guys have said that to women. Okay, I never said that to no chick. Well, you I said mean, you never. Guys are typically the, the guilty party. Timing is everything, though. Timing is everything. I feel like my wife for a prime example of that because. Again, I felt like what well, we grew up what, four blocks from each other. Yeah, three, four blocks from each other, and we and we grew- never knew each we other. We never met. We have a lot of we mutual friends. So many mutual, mutual friends. friends. Like we we're not met. talking about like one, two. We have several. We have a bunch. She she's 
dated guys from my high school. Like, yes. We've never, we probably crossed paths, but we've never, we, never, we, weren't, met, met. we weren't meant to meet we just weren't, when and, we were younger. And we always said if we would have met each other, we would have never been together. Younger, we would never would have, we would have never been friends. We never would have met each other. She wouldn't have liked who I was when I was younger. I definitely probably wouldn't have liked who she was when I was like, it just, the time, timing was time perfect. Is, yeah. It was absolutely perfect time when we met everything. each other. So timing really is everything. Yeah. Somebody, somebody wanted to make a comment. I uh, wanted to come on and make it. Oh, I guess he's giving a yeah, spot to him. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, hey. This is the first time I'm meeting you, so hi, how are you? Hi, nice to meet y'all. Shannon, I like uh, joking around with you there in the comments. That was funny. And uh, everybody, uh, thank you. And uh, I know, Kente, I'll be real quick. Uh, Yes, Shannon is correct. I have said that plenty of times in plenty of relationships of you, you, you feel like you're giving 110% and then you turn around and go, what doesn't seem right about this? And then you realize it's either you or the other person somehow making okay. this relationship fail. And like for you two down there, Jada and, and your husband, uh, what's your husband's name? Howard. Jinx. You can call him Jinx. James? For my last name. Jinx. Jinx. Oh, what? Jinx. Jinx, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I just wanted to let you guys know, uh, with my fiance and I, it's the same way is that we would have, you know, I, I, uh, we're 10 years different. She's 10 years older than me. If nice. I would have met her when she was like in college at Western Illinois University or whatever else, I know she would have been another different type of girl that I wouldn't have, I would have dismissed easily. Uh, but now her being 40 and me being 30, I mean, we have our things together in our lives. And now we've been together for almost three years. We'll be together three years next month. And I want to say, you know, congratulations. Oh, thank you. And congratulations to the two of you. And I I wish you guys a a long, happy uh, marriage. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I'll hop off of here. Go ahead and kick me off, uh, uh, Kenta. Here we go. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Guess who's back? No, that was no. By the way, congrats. Yeah. Yes, yes. That that is really cool, though. I like to see you guys because um, you guys seem like a very happy couple. Uh, young. How long have you been married? What? How long have you? The fuck? Uh oh. Right, y'all some sweet little babies. Back. Yeah. And we, this is this will be our third year of marriage. This year will wow. be our third year. Congratu- yeah, congratulations. Uh, yeah thank you and i will say so to just recap on pretty much a lot of things that we're saying as far as like finding mr and mrs right and i always feel like finding mr and mrs right for you as an individual but for us we're each other's best friends so that's what holds us together when he gets on my effing last nerve because they will get on your nerves right what holds us together to be quite honest is our friendship with each other and we have i will say and i'm and i I think we're so blessed to have so many older married couples that help guide us because you need and so they say you know it takes a village to for a child to raise a child i think it also takes a village when it comes to have being married when you have older wiser people who have been there who've been married for 45 plus years who've been married for 35 literally been married longer than we've been alive i think that says a lot and so um oh congratulations king right where it says a lot you you need people around you to help guide you because you're gonna have difficult moments but 
it's the friendship for us that keeps us going and we we were able to feed and bounce off each other and that's why for me that's what the biggest thing that i love about our relationship is because we are friends first and i also want to add um definitely you want to get someone who's for you but don't Mm -hmm. get what you need your needs and what you want confused um because i will say at first she wasn't she may have I will say she wasn't maybe what I wanted, but she definitely was what I needed, right? And and I will say that that definitely caused friction because what I needed at the time, I didn't know I needed it, right? Subconsciously, I will say, I will will be man enough to admit, subconsciously, I knew what I needed and I strayed away from certain women that I met that had certain qualities because... I don't. I, I knew I wasn't ready for what I actually needed. I know I wasn't ready to mature at, when I met this person. Um, even when I met her, I don't think I initially was ready. Hence, why there was, she was extremely patient, more patient than I thought she would have been. But I lucked out. Um, but she definitely is what I needed. Um, I needed that that structure. I needed everything that I pretty much lacked as a child. She kind of gives me now, like the structure, the the accountability, like, you know, kind of just making sure that I stay on the straight and narrow. And I knew that's what I needed. And I knew that's what I wanted. And she kind of gives, she gives it to me and I'm happy for it. And I'm blessed to have it. So just don't get confused. So high for us, you know, single brothers. Now, now after saying this, like all the women are like, cooing over there and the guys are like man he just set the bar high now we got to go even higher no, <laughs> well, right. no, right. well, we appreciate alright so uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, for coming and doing this show we have one last show to do and that's the closeout show uh, I want to thank um, you know, of course you Dre I'm going to start off with you first Dre because uh, I screwed up the intro <laughs> I'll be <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what, do I, what do you need? No, I just wanted to, to give you a, a shout out and thank you so much oh, for participating. You, and then, uh, of course, our wonderful couple, the Jink. Oops, wait, I, I don't want to say the uh, the government name. So, uh, <laughs> Howard and Jada. Where the Jenkinses. Yes, I want to uh, definitely uh, thank you guys for coming on. Um, of course, uh, in our, our, uh, our disembodied voices, uh, Tori, as well as Olaf Barbosa, thank you so much. And, You're welcome. And I want to uh, thank Shannon, of course. She's always uh, given us that wonderful wisdom of hers. Thank you so much, Shannon. And uh, one more broadcast left, and we'll say goodnight. At least I'll say goodnight and hop in the bed. Can we carry this topic into the last show? Sure, we can do that. All right, so I'm going I'm to uh, stop this one and then we're going to uh, open up the last room. All right, here we go. Shannon, I just want to let you know how dope you are. Oh, thank you, sis. Yeah. I 